Joining us now is Raptors beat reporter Josh Lewenberg. Josh, thanks for joining the show today. How's it going, Daddy? It's going well. It's it's a weird day. Um, it was all one tone, all joyous and happy. Now it is something completely different. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of things to get in here. Masai Ujiri talked about how he didn't like the style of play, didn't like um, watching the team play, and he commented, you know, that the development of younger players on the bench was disappointing. How much of this is on the head coach versus how much of it is on the guy responsible for supplying the coach with talent? It's on everybody. Like, after a season like that, and we, we've talked about this over the course of the season, is there's a lot of blame to go around. And I think, that, and to be very honest with you, I think a big part of the problem is there wasn't a whole lot of accountability going on in this organization over the course of the last few months. I can tell you privately, uh, Nick Nurse was not happy with the amount of blame that, that was being put on his shoulders via the media. Masai Jerry was not happy with the amount of blame that was being put on the front office's shoulders via the media. The players were, were not happy with the same thing. So that's, that's a, a, a tough thing, right, when there's, like, a lot of blame to, be, to, to go around and, and yet nobody wants to, um, to be held accountable for it. So I, I think that's part of the problem here and, and one of the themes that keeps coming up. Fred Van Vliet talked about it last week. Masai alluded to it today is that, this organization for the last four years has been living off of the vibes and the positive energy, the goodwill and the success of, of the championship era, even as one by one, the, the key figures of that era have left. Um, but the mindset hasn't really changed, right? Like you could certainly look at each one of those exits specifically. I think the Kyle Lowry exit and say, okay, well, this signifies that things are changing, but the, the, the mindset set of this team, the way that they kind of look at the, their style of play and their identity and, and the way that they kind of put their, their, the pieces together, even in this case around a roster that, that doesn't really fit that, that style, those things haven't really changed. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think this is an organization that needs to start taking accountability for all the things that have gone wrong here. And instead of looking back at what they were and talking about culture and championship organization and whatever, look forward to the future and, and start figuring out not who they were, but who they're going to be. And I think this is the first step here. Now, even though Nurse is the first to be held accountable, he can't be the last. He, he was given a flawed roster, I, I think, from the start of this season. Uh, very little depth, very little shooting. They, they didn't upgrade in terms of the uh, playmaking in the half court and all the issues that were there the year before that. And for two-thirds of the season, he didn't have a center to work with either. So, of course, that's on the front office and management, and that's why I say accountability. Now they've got to go out and fix that while also figuring out who's going to be the guy that, that steers the ship, the next head coach of this team. So this is a first step, but there, there's still a lot to be done here over what I can imagine will be a very busy and interesting summer. Oh, God, yeah. There's a ton that's going to have to go on. Um, let, let, let's stick with the whole development and the bench thing. And, and listen, we, we've talked about it many times. Nick Nurse 
uh, rode the, uh, his players way too much. The starters, the minutes, and you could see how, you know, players, uh, one reason I think why they were inconsistent. Like, uh, there'd be a lot of great games for Siakam, but then bad games. And, you know, Van Vliet was never 100% healthy. But on the other side, if I go and I'm looking up now, the Raptors, when they beat Golden State to win the title, they had Serge Ibaka, Fred Van Vliet, and Norm Powell coming off the bench. They don't have that level of talent now. Uh, and, and Nick Nurse got a lot of praise for helping to develop Pascal Siakam and helping to develop Fred Van Vliet. I think it's a lot harder to develop players when you don't have as much young talent to mold, and I think it's a lot harder to trust a bench when it's not Fred Van Vliet coming off the bench but Malachi Flynn. Yeah, and I think that builds off of a couple of things that we were just talking about. One, in terms of, like, lots of blame to go around here. Yeah, some of that is on Nurse for not trusting in his guys coming off the bench, giving them a longer leash, and as Masai talked about today, maybe giving them a shot to either sink or swim and see what they have in those guys. But, yeah, absolutely. I I think if you kind of zoom out and look at the bigger picture here, there has been a a serious um, lack of, of... development and, and even just like scouting in terms of finding the guys that, that that's what this championship was built off of four years ago is stocking the, the development pipeline with all of these guys, either through the draft or undrafted free agents, developing them in house and then either utilizing them obviously to go out and win the championship or, or moving them, trading them for guys to come in and, and, and actually uh, help win the thing. So that's where I say, like, there, there's been some complacency here in the organization from that standpoint as well, where, yeah, I mean, when things are going really well and everyone's blow, blowing smoke up your you-know-what and, and telling you that you're doing everything you touch turns to gold, you're finding this yep. guy, you're developing that guy, I think some of that has slipped over the years as well. So, yeah, it, it starts there, I think. One way or the other, this team has to find a way to address some of their issues from a roster standpoint. Um, and you sort of have to work backwards now, too, because before you do that, you have to find a guy that's going to come in and coach them. And before you do that, I think you're Masai Ujiri, you have to figure out, okay, well, like, what's the identity now? And that's why I say, Van Vliet mentioned that a, 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 a week ago, is like, they've got to figure out who they want to be now, not based on uh, off of what they were, but what's the ideal preferred style of play and identity for this club and once they figure that out then they can find a guy who's aligned in that vision but yeah there there are a lot of steps here yeah and really what it comes down to is i understand why they tried this philosophy to be different and more positionless and everyone's six nine and you know we're going to try to beat teams this way and they had success last year where they won 48 games and the, the league sort of caught up in the end josh it is really super duper boring your identity if you're going to be winning you're going to do it in the traditional conservative way. How did the Raptors win the title? They had a superstar in Kawhi Leonard. They had a big in Marcus Gasol, and they had a deep enough bench to give the starters a break. That's how they got to do it. And until they can find or develop a player who is better than Pascal Siakam, they're not going to be a legit we-can-go-to-Eastern-Conference-Finals on a regular basis. Yeah, and I think there's a fine line between ambition and arrogance, and that maybe goes back to what we were talking about again, like living off of yeah. the championship. But this was a front office that came into this season knowing full well, as we did, what the weaknesses were with this team from a year ago, even as they overachieved and won 48 games. But the hope there was that 
maybe some internal growth will help address those issues in terms of shooting and depth and half-court offense. But even still, like, let's, let's call a spade a spade here. Their hope was to reinvent the game to, to some degree, right? Like with the 6'9", 6'8", wings and not a lot of shooting on the floor, the interchangeability, the versatility of the roster, the aggressive style of defense. It's something that worked to some degree the year before, and I agree with you. I think for a number of reasons, like one, the league kind of caught up with them a little bit. They weren't catching anybody by surprise, and then there were internal issues, obviously, that that factored into it not working as well. But at the end of the day, like it, it, it's not it's not rocket science. Like you need shooting to win in this league in 2023. You need size, even still, even with the center position changing and shifting over the years, you still need it. You know, like there are very clear needs on this team. I think the, the problem is, you mentioned like going out and getting a superstar. And that's something we've talked about for years is like a goal of this team, but it's easier said than done. And the problem here is that there isn't an obvious path to go out and address those obvious needs. It, barring them renouncing all of their free agents this year, which probably isn't going to happen for a number of reasons. They're not going to have meaningful cap space to go out and sign free agents. They no longer have their draft pick to work with for this coming season. They traded that for, for Pearl. Um, so there aren't a lot of resources out there to go out and add talent. They've got to make some big decisions here with the free agents that they have. Do you bring them back? Yep. Do you try and sign and trade them? And then, of course, guys like Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi, like they've, they've got to pretty good core to work with but within that core they're probably going to have to decide okay well maybe this guy is the guy we move or maybe this guy is a little bit more expendable and you have to make moves within that I think because other than than moving one of those guys or a few of those guys I don't I don't see how you improve this team and I, I still think from listening to Masai today while he says yes everything is on the table I still think improvement here is the goal they're not looking to take a step forward by taking significant steps back they still want to win, but again, like I'm not sure what the path to that, getting back to that level is right now. It's uh, you're right. It, listen, it's it's going to be a crazy busy, important summer. Maybe the most important thing is the development of Scotty Barnes, and we'll see what happens yeah. with Van Vliet and the and the coach. Oh my God! It's, uh, but basically, Josh, as I'm ending this interview, uh, uh, it's to say whatever your vacation plans were, they might not be as long as you're hoping. Oh, good. Looking forward to it. <laughs> hey, Josh, really, I really appreciate it. It's a crazy busy day. I know how busy you are covering all of this, and so I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, Kyle. Talk soon. Absolutely. That is Toronto Raptors reporter Josh Lewinberg.